Today's episode of Turning This Car Around is brought to you by Day One. Visit dayoneapp.com to learn more. I'm John Maltz. I'm Lex Friedman. I'm John Armstrong. Welcome to Turning This Sex Talk Around. Thank you. Oh, man, Thank that, you for see, that was me. almost a straight entry, and then now we got you. Know, and I ruined of, it. Speaking of That's sex. what she said. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> straight entry. There's no straight entry. No, no. Oh, man. That was the biggest thing for me about sex, actually. It was like, wait a minute. I can't. I'm not a porn star here. What What porn is lying? Like, the, especially the softcore HBO stuff, you know, after dark. That's not real. What? <laughs> Uh, I am a porn star, so none of what you're saying makes sense to me. <laughs> you know, well, speaking of of sex, sort of, I had taken my kids to a, a restaurant that said right on the outside of the restaurant, sex. family restaurant, oh. and Ooh, it was called yeah. it was called Fredo's, and it was uh, <laughs> themed. And like, everybody was killed in a boat. Well, exactly. Right? It was themed like the spoiler <laughs> alert. It was themed like the Godfather. Sorry, so they had, yeah, sorry, they had caricatures of all the uh, Godfather characters, all the Goodfellas characters, and all the Sopranos on the outside and inside. They oh, had yeah. quotes from the Sopranos uh, <laughs> on very beautiful signs throughout the restaurant. But here's the thing that got weird, and here's where it gets sex New Jersey! There were televisions <laughs> set up all over the restaurant showing each of the three Godfather movies. Uh, wow. With the, the audio was muted, but I'm like, all right, let's make sure the kids are all facing away from the television because that guy's about to wake up with a dead horse in his bed. This and sounds like a dream. Are you sure this was here. not a dream? <laughs> it's, it's a real restaurant. Like a sexual I, I would dream? say we could put the, uh, <laughs> the link in the show notes, but the website is now just uh, like a, a parked page because they forgot to renew it. <laughs> when, they, when they said family, were they talking about Oh, I see. It was it was yeah, exactly. right. a family that's restaurant. Right. Mm-hmm. You you a family? Huh? You a member of the family? <laughs> that there's uh, that. We also. are a family. Yeah, whatever. Okay, sorry. So uh, today's oh, well, racial stereotype. Was, <laughs> but so, what do you? What's your take there? Like, if do you watch? Do you watch TV or movies in front of your kids if they are seeing something that has like a nude scene or a sex scene? Do you worry about it? Do you talk about it? Do oh, you God. turn it off? Like, what's your strategy there? I don't care about nudity, particularly. Um, you know, it's, I think it's are more like modern? what the people are doing. <laughs> so if so they're like, see, like, like, uh, dry humping, is that okay? Yeah. <laughs> Frottage, frottage. You know, when is you. it not okay? Um, no, I, you know, uh, <laughs> I mean, so far he hasn't really been interested. It's never really come up. Let's put it that way. It will. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. I know. I'm sure it will, but he's so not been speak. interested right. in movies where there really is much, um, risky business going on yeah like when Um, i imagine that your son has seen star wars with you about 80 times a few when princess leia's rocking the bikini is he like yeah she looks good dad and high fives Um, you um (laughs) we haven't seen that one in a while but uh (laughs) so he saw that when he was younger and he uh not that but um but apparently one time uh he was just sitting there watching um you know that you know you have a Wii Fit. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. You know the female trainer and the Wii yes. Fit. Mm-hmm. He was apparently just sitting there watching the female trainers. <laughs> and Karen came in and said, just like looked at him, just sitting there watching her. He's like, he's like what, what, what are you doing? <laughs> and he said, he just like he's just lying there, like, you know, just looking at her butt. I <laughs> <laughs> see. I, I really wanted him to go like Wii Fit, but she fitter. <laughs> Like, that'd be nice. Oh my god! That's what I would have said. 
So that's pretty awesome. That's the only, but that's like that was a, that was a while ago now, and oh my god, it hasn't really come up. And how much. about you, John? Uh, we I have not had that experience yet, and and I think my oldest is is she's interested. She's starting to figure it out. There, there's some conversations I think she's having with friends. I don't, I can't verify that, because um, <laughs> wisely she's keeping that private. Um, but I just so I watched. Uh, the Avengers with her. We didn't make it all the way through because it's a long ass movie, but we did get through Man of Steel. And uh, just a uh, side note: first of all, let me clear my throat because I sound like shit. Hold on. <coughs> oh my! Seriously, wow. the allergies this year are terrible. Okay, the incomparable or who, who? No, what? Yeah, was it the incomparable? No, no, no. It's uh, ad hoc. They went off on Man of Steel, and um, no disrespect to them, but I actually think it's a, a great version of the Superman story. There are problems, sure, but mm. I, I really liked mm. it. And Lita loved mm. it. She loved the Thor movie, too. But I hated Thor, just throwing that out there. No, I think really? she the liked, first one or the second one? The first one. Okay. Well, second one, I think the second one's better. But Okay, I haven't seen the second one, but anyway. Lita, Lita <laughs> loved Thor. I was really surprised. I thought she'd be bored, but she loved it. And I have to say, the the when the director came up and it was Kenny Brown, I was like, what? Wow. Yeah. You know, good for him. Anyway, uh, she loved Man of Steel, but there was, there really wasn't anything there. Like in the first Superman or not the first, but in the 70s Superman with Christopher Reeve, there's that whole underpants thing where he can see through and it's like, uh -huh. you know, tells her what color underpants she's wearing, which at the, my age at that time was awesome. Oh, right? totally. And I wanted that <laughs> ability because <laughs> underpants. But, um, and that actually may be the root, uh, of a lot of my sex, uh, <laughs> knowledge, <laughs> knowledge and preferences. <laughs> well, so I mean, we don't watch any TV in front of the kids, um, with extremely rare exceptions. One is professional football and the other is, you know, on occasion, if it's the weekend and I've got to catch up on shark tank cause the TV is starting to get frustrated. I sometimes will watch like a segment or two of shark tank with the kids in the room, but it's come up with football, uh, depending on which teams are playing and how warm it is, where my my older daughter, who does cheerleading herself in, you know, a traditional, uh, non-scantily clad, non-revealing uniform, she says to me, why are the, the cheerleaders are pretty much naked? Why why are they outside like that? Isn't, <laughs> isn't that isn't that private? And I was like, yeah, you know, it is strange that I, I hate that they dress like that on you. <laughs> Like I'm just <laughs> lying through my teeth. No, but it's, it's weird. Like she immediately saw it, called it out. And, um, my wife was there. So she's, of course she's like, Hey, it's so great that you're watching this with the kids around. And, uh, I could not come up with a great explanation for why the cheerleaders don't wear any clothes that I felt was age appropriate for a seven year old. Yeah. I, I have, um, I have yet to really have that. You know, I think the other thing I was thinking about this, I was talking with this, uh, about this with a friend. And she was saying that like her first comedy that she, well, she saw Grease like twice in the theater and she was nine, nine or <clears throat> nine or 10. And they've, you know, they talk about rubbers and pregnancy scares. I mean, there's some pretty, I mean, like the whole, all the double entendre with the lyrics. And in some cases there's no double. It's just <laughs> single, entendre. single entendre. Yeah. And, um, it's just a different time today. Like we're much more aware, I think, or we care more about that. Uh, you know, I don't know. I don't know if that was a, like the acid everyone took or the Coke or whatever from the seventies, but <laughs> it, it seems like we're much more 
careful in the movies with what we show kids. Like the PG-13 has become a bigger deal, mm-hmm. I think, in the ratings world. Right. And so I've for a long time debated, do I show my 10-year-old or when she was nine and even eight PG-13s? And it was always no. But the Avengers, and there's been a couple of other ones that we watched. I think we watched Super 8. Um, but there's no sex mm. stuff. It's all, you know, monsters and violence and right. like crazy. Right. Probably bad right. Words, That's right. Violence yeah. is, is much more, for yeah. some reason, you know, because Americans are such pure violence. Yeah. Violence is much more acceptable than. Right. I like. don't. And so that was really my primary concern with the Godfathers is actually the violence, even more than the sex to a large degree, because there isn't that much nudity right. in, in the Godfather, but there are like not you know, enough really guns. Yeah. That's my biggest complaint about the movie. Right. <laughs> Lex Friedman gives it one thumb down. Um, <laughs> you're welcome. And so, yeah, thanks. But so I was just worried. About, I, I worry about the violence and the really, I worry a little bit about the bad words because I don't want them to start yeah. echoing them and then I get in trouble. Yeah. Yeah. And that seems to be like, you know, when he starts like, you know, he, he often wants to watch his Minecraft videos on YouTube and then he'll start venturing off into the hinterlands of YouTube. Mm-hmm. And and usually <laughs> where we have a problem is, is violence and swearing. Yeah. Those are really more of his, <laughs> where he ends up as opposed to anything risque going on. Yeah. It, it's, it's interesting because I, I, you know, the, the, in talking about, sex it's there's i don't know there's a sense from my end that there's less mystery about it but i don't think that's true i think kids today still have the same questions and the they wonder what's the what the big deal is and well, what's it about but i just uh, my my kids are not quite there i am worried about it i mean I, i'm i i think what did we watch i watched something and it was like uh Oh, it was a uh, Ace Ventura Pet Detective. Mm. Watched that with Lita because oh. I'm like, she was like bored out of her mind and <laughs> nothing looked good to her on Netflix. And it was just the two of us. Uh, oh, so she wasn't bored by Ace Ventura. That, that was no, the no, solution no, no, to no. them. Okay. That was okay. the solution to them. I'm like, what can we watch? And I'm, I'm like, right. you know what? She could probably handle this. And I forgot there's a bunch of stuff in there. Um, and so there's the thing where he, and it, it's kind of, you know, it's the homophobe humor is kind of, uh, dated too. It's Thick, like, yeah. Where he like kisses a man when he's crying in the shower later with the plunger on his face. And, um, <laughs> I was like, I completely had forgotten God. about that. And I had to explain that, you know, we had this whole, whole talk about why is he naked crying in the shower? And I'm like, that's a reference to another movie. And, um, it's a kind of a, cliche in movies that when characters go through things they and you know there's a scene of them crying in the shower and um and i didn't get into any of the the other stuff because it was like i'm not going to have a layered conversation with her about um about um homophobia and homosexuality <laughs> about the thing that just went <laughs> yeah whatever yeah, just took your attention over there in the house um, no i'm not i'm not gonna have a conversation with her she's yeah. too young to have the conversation we had the other the conversation which is it's you know people want to get married and we find that you know right that, right the equal marriage right right conversation. The, the conversation that loses a half our listeners who are like what gay people marrying that yeah. sounds horrible yeah we don't want those actually i don't anyway. think it i think what that's sort of changing, dystopian but, future are you yeah. describing <laughs> we're halfway to blade runner already so um anyway i i've i've worried about it that that was the first thing i've seen with her where it was a little like ooh, he made a like there's just a bunch of references in that movie that were i think over her head but i remember seeing like the deep in the theaters and jacqueline Bissett 
in that movie is swimming in a in a t-shirt with nothing oh. else. Uh, she's got a bikini bottom and then a white t-shirt. Oh man. And, and Hang on, is, I got to update my Netflix queue. Yeah, oh, I got to see that. <laughs> God. Oh man. And, and then the movie's freaky. There's some crazy shit in that movie that really freaked me out, but it was kind of balanced by her amazing and I and I just forgot how hot she is. She is smoking hot in that movie. Like, <laughs> whoa. Oh man. Okay, well, I'm gonna have to cancel the podcast, guys. I got some. Yeah, I gotta go. While you're riding that high, I want to take a break, if you don't mind, and acknowledge the first so of this cool episode's down. fine, fine sponsors. As you guys may know, and this is important to listeners of turning this car around, it's just about to be Mother's Day, and uh, there are special women in your life, whether it's your wife or your mother. And you can, uh, you got to acknowledge mother. them on Mother's Day. You don't want to forget this. If you're, if you, if you are notorious for forgetting special occasions, make sure you remember the sweetest day of all. It's Mother's Day. It's this May 11th. And so our sponsor, who I want to tell you about, is Sherry's Berries. You can order giant freshly dipped strawberries from Sherry's Berries starting at $19.99. Listeners of this show save over 40%, over 40% savings. Double the berries for just $10 more. You're going to go to Sherry's Bears. I'm going to tell you how to do that. You click on the mic in the upper right corner and you use our show's code TTCA. You're like, TTCA? How do I remember that? It's turning this car around. Get it? TTCA. Come on and get with the program. Now, they sent us strawberries, molds. You tried them, right? Oh, my God. Yes. And what you uh, think? They're really good. <laughs> they're really good. <laughs> it, was, uh, it, was, uh, it was quite the scene. There was... Um, you know, I might have had chocolate all over my face. <laughs> they're enormous. They only have <laughs> really these gigantic yeah, strawberries. And they dip them in the, white chocolate, milk chocolate, dark right, chocolate. That's the one that we got. So we got a sort of a sampler set that was dark chocolate, uh, white chocolate with uh, like a chocolate swirl in it. And then like uh, regular chocolate with nuts on and then some with nuts on them and some without. So good. And yeah, I, the, the I, toppings I include chocolate chips. Them, yeah nuts or my favorite decorative swizzle and if if your mom doesn't like decorative swizzle then your mom doesn't like anything <laughs> cheaper than flowers too by the way <laughs> right. lots cheaper than flowers but, but, but we know just that's delicious. not true about your mother we know that <laughs> so i bet your mouth is watering now so don't wait long and order now before their mother's day deal ends visit berries.com b-e-r-r-i-e-s.com click on the microphone in the top right corner and type in ttca for turning this car around again go to berries.com click on the microphone and type in ttca order today this deal expires the Friday before Mother's Day at midnight. So make sure you order now. Remember, Mother's Day is Sunday, May 11th. Don't miss out, people. So the deadline is Friday, May 9th. Yeah. So uh, thanks to Sherry's Bears. Remember, it's B-E-R-R-I-E-S dot com. Click on the microphone and type in T-C-C-A. Otherwise, we don't get, like, they pay us only in chocolate, and we don't get the chocolate-covered strawberries unless we put in our code. I would take that. Yeah. (laughs) I would take that. I would accept that payment. I would also. And then the other thing is, it's like it's a big berry you're eating under there, so you're getting something good as right, well as healthy. having chocolate. That's right. Healthy I mean, chocolate. you know, the chocolate, you know, the chocolate is the chocolate, but uh, but the berry is is a big honking strawberry, man. I still, I, I don't know where they get these gigantic strawberries. Mars. <laughs> no, Mars, yes, they there can. are. Yes, it's time that we should admit that the government runs <laughs> growth. Growth facilities on Mars. <laughs> Growth facilities and strawberry farming. <laughs> uh, I, I just wanted to point out again, that's cheaper than flowers. Like flowers is going to be a hundred bucks for a decent yeah. thing, you know, whatever. And 
I want to ask you a question, a protocol question. Mm -hmm. And it's like, it could be inappropriate. And if it's inappropriate, you can just edit this whole thing right out. Mm -hmm. But if you're divorced, do you still get the mother of your children a present for Mother's Day? Okay. So my policy has been that the gift needs to come from the children. So if, um, if they haven't done anything, we will go shopping and or make cards or make something. But the, and the kids do the actual delivery. They, yes. Um, and so, um, that was a really difficult early on in the separation prior to the actual divorce. And so, but it was something I was like, you know what, I gotta, I gotta just let it go because the girls, you know, it's their mother. And I really had to get to a good place. It was very, it was really hard. But, um, and I don't know why it was so hard in retrospect. I think it was just, I don't know, something called emotions, which I'm still trying to get my head around. (laughs) No, um, but it's- No, I can imagine. I get it. So so that's been the, that's been my policy. And and last year I got a Father's Day thing from from the girls that their mother had helped with. So that was, you know, it was nice. And um, that will continue uh, throughout. And this is kind of the same thing with any gift. It's sort of like, you know, I took, I took my oldest to go shopping for her mother and, you know, um, cause, and then she wrapped it up and it was awesome. So well, if I can make a suggestion here, uh, or this berries. year, order the berries, right? <laughs> yeah. Order extra. You I didn't know we were some. still in the ad read. Sorry. Sorry. No, we're not. Sorry, we're not. Alert. We're not. We're not. We're out of the ad read. I'm just saying though, get some <laughs> berries. You can keep the extras for yourself. It'd be pretty great. I'm just saying. <laughs> there you go. If you're, yeah, if you're ordering local, like if you're, mom is in the same yeah <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah but anyway back to sex you know I, back to one sex t- and berries <laughs> there you go how about yeah. that yeah right that's yeah. introduced chocolate and <laughs> i was i was gonna let it i was just gonna let it be implied but it's fine if we want to just go ahead and, and hit <laughs> that nail right on the head we can <laughs> well there, there's that whole so nine and a half weeks scene where yeah. you know the fridge is involved which is pretty awesome <laughs> There's another movie that warped me forever. Um, not, not one really. you're going to watch with your kids, though. No, I will not watch yeah, that Yeah, no, that would be not one. I can't believe a family restaurant would show all the Godfather movies, especially right. three, though. Come on, that's a travesty. And, <laughs> uh, But they would show it and say they're a family restaurant. Well, you know, what's extra weird is they've got all these caricatures of these characters all over the walls. And I'll give you some photos for the show notes. Um, but when you're, when, oh cause boy. I of course took photos, but when you're looking at them, um, you know, some of like, there's, I think it's Joe Pesci. I can't remember. But somebody's got this giant, like machine gun by their side. And my kids are like, who are these people? And why do they have guns? And I'm like, well, actually these are bad guys, but the bad guys are, I know this sounds crazy, but they're kind of the heroes of these movies. And, uh, isn't that weird? And she's like, well, do the bad guys win? Because we always explain to our kids, you don't have to be scared when you're watching kids' movies because in kids' movies, the bad guys always lose, the good guys always win. But they're like, well, if the bad guys are the the stars of the movie, do they win? And what does that mean? And it opened up a whole uh, room full of conversations I wasn't interested in having, but had to muddle my way through. This meal is over. Yeah, we're done. Go to your room. So the the concept of anti-hero is, yeah, yeah, that's a a tough one. I didn't even learn about that till high school. So, right. Um, But, I, I wonder, you know, like, I think my sister took me to the deep to see that movie and the poster of that movie featured the, the actress in question, right? There, she's there. And so it was sort of like, there's no surprise there. They're going to be swimming in water 
and and I think this is prior to the Nick like Nick Nolte's in it too, and I think it's prior to the point in his career where he started with the uh, like, uh, you know, where he's like hits the spot where he's just done with everything, and then uh, that's that Pat Oswalt joke. It's hilarious. Anyway, <laughs> you know what you're gonna get. They're in the water a lot in the movie. It's the deep, and so anyway, it's in the name. She took me to it. And maybe it's because she wasn't a parent yet. You know, she was like the hip college graduate. She had just graduated from college, I think, at that time. And so I thought I was the coolest kid ever getting to see this movie because my parents would never let me see that. I saw, uh, I was. I used to watch Benny Hill. Oh, uh, yes. And then just one one time watching Benny Hill, there's like a, there's a woman hanging clothes and, you know, he runs through or something and, and she drops the... Like she's hanging a sheet and she drops the sheet and she's basically she's just she's just naked behind the sheet What's because it? it's because it's Benny Hill and it doesn't have to make any right, sense. The right. point is just to get naked women on, yeah. on the screen. The, and I was just like, so it was it was on PBS. Wow. I was, I was sitting there, <laughs> and, the watching this, and all of a sudden I was like, what? <laughs> what? Was what? Like, they showed the nudity? Yeah. Oh yeah, Benny Hill is wow. notorious for that. Like the like. So was it during the saxophone? Da, 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 da. Like, yes. Yeah. yeah. So, it was, so yeah. it's sort so of like not there's sexy. There's that going on. Yeah. Right. It's, that's the weird thing about it. It's sort of like nudity, but not naked. Naked ladies on the television, but side. not that in was, a sexy way, like overtly sexy. Anyway. Well, at least that. <laughs> I remember him doing this uh, sketch where he was doing. He was basically like uh, bench pressing women in uh, swimsuits. <laughs> and um one of them like he, he would like goof up and they would like land on his face <laughs> oh, yeah. which um was super lechy and also oh, you know like strangely compelling <laughs> I, couldn't, I couldn't look away <laughs> but there, i don't think there's anything like that for, for my like I'm, I'm trying to think there's nothing on television i haven't like caught my oldest watching anything like like the we fit exercise ladies butt. i have not See that. <laughs> I um, they don't need to because they have the internet. But well, so, have you given thought? This is slightly off topic now, but have you given thought to when your kids are quote unquote allowed to date? Like it's too early for all of them. I hope to God. But um, like when you know, the, you always say, "Well, the joke is forty or whatever." But what's the actual answer? When when can your kids start? Uh, with approval, at least having significant others with whom they do significant things. Well, how significant are the things? <laughs> I don't, last time you said you didn't want to know. Yeah. <laughs> oh, sure. Throw my words in my face. Yeah. Um, uh, I, I, yeah. Go ahead, I don't know. I'll I don't think, well, I don't think we haven't, I mean, Karen and I haven't really talked about it. I, I mean, I would think that, it, you know, like, uh, it's, <laughs> I, I, it's a That's hard question. I, I didn't that realize. That is exactly what I would think. <laughs> my my thing in, 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 is that in I think in middle school you can start to hang out in groups. So yeah. like s not solo quite yet. Like there should be some chaperoning. But I think seventh eighth grade. That's where. Right. But then actual like going out, uh, maybe groups. You know, like freshman year. And then solo sophomore year. In my so, house, so tenth grade. Growing up, the rule was always uh, you could have friends of the opposite gender over, even just one of them. But the you had to be where you could be seen. Yeah. And then, like as you got older, you could go to your room, but the door had to stay wide open. Yeah. 
And so all that meant was, you know, you would go to the, the poorly parented girl's house. <laughs> <laughs> right. I want to date the poorly parented girl. Yeah. Well, yeah. Like yeah. Double right. income family that they're no one's home. Right. Yeah. I, I, I think I'm going to, I don't know. It's a weird thing because I don't think people date the same way. Although I have to say, I have a lot of, uh, I follow a lot of, um, parents in my Instagram feed and they've got teenagers. And so I'm seeing a lot of prom pictures right now show up yeah. like, mm -hmm. you know, so-and-so, which is kind of crazy to me that people my age have children who are going to prom, but oh yeah, um, actually that's, there's, there's people my age with grandkids. So whatever. Um, but anyway, I, I, I think there is some dating, but I just don't think it's quite the same way. I think it's, um, that's, it's going to be more about hanging out. And so what are the, what are those parameters? And I, I agree with your parents, Lex. I see you do. Cause I, I'm not sure. Well, like, uh, no closed in doors. Some ways, I mean, you know, like I, the bedroom thing is even weird too. Like, like really, um, <clears throat> I don't know. Maybe I'll relax. Maybe I'll relax as I get older, but so here's what I'm thinking. She gets older. If uh, I'm going to make up ages, cause you, you went in grades, but I think in ages. So let's say that like 15, I'm okay with, or 16, I'm okay with you going on a date. Don't hold me to that children because I haven't given this enough thought yet, <laughs> but yeah, my kids love this show. But so, sure, they, yeah, actually the, um, <laughs> but like if they're gonna, if they need some place to, to make out or do more, is it better to have them in my own house where like. I feel like there's at least added pressure to be mildly responsible. Like I'm in my dad's house. We can't do anything too crazy. Or is it better to be like, you leave this door open. And if you guys want to get frisky, you're going to have to go hide in a car or, you know, go sneak behind the library. <laughs> like, I don't know what do kids do. <laughs> you're going to have to go do it. Zooming 80 miles an hour down the highway. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I'm just, I just don't know what the safer option is. I, I don't know that there, I, mm, I, Hmm. I didn't have, so I had a girlfriend, uh, Oh, look at this guy. He has a girlfriend. Junior year. <laughs> well, easy. Uh, junior year of high school, I had a girlfriend and she lived across the street, which was awesome. That is awesome. And I'm, you know, like, why don't we do it in the road? Right. Exactly. <laughs> that was the soundtrack. Of my junior I'll meet year. you. I'll meet you halfway. <laughs> yeah. No, um, I would go to the street and make out, but I, I, I wouldn't have her in my bedroom. Like it was weird. I, I felt weird about it. Like, but I was Mormon too. I was raised Mormon. So there's that, which right. is like, you know, abstinence and no premarital sex. So that didn't stop me from trying, but, um, I didn't go all the way with her. Um, because actually she didn't want to, which was to her credit, I think. And wisely yeah, so. I had, I her had loss. <laughs> Definitely. No, um, no, but, but she was a good, she was good. Like <laughs> she was more, I think, able to make that decision. Like she was better equipped to make the decision than I was. Right. But you mean um, she didn't have a penis. Yes. And raging <laughs> testosterone. Um, but she, anyway, um, I, we, I just tried to make out in cars and at her house. I, I did a couple of times when no one was home at my place, but I was terrified that, um, but I didn't go in my bedroom. That but was honestly, just like, I Oof. think I can say I have no recollection of ever kissing a girl in my parents' house ever growing up. Mm. Wow. Huh. And th I was kissing girls. Let's not, I mean, come on. Sure. I was kissing all kinds of girls. <laughs> um, no, but I mean, it, like. It sounds super hot when you say it like that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dead ones. Uh, <laughs> that one girl no, two heads. I'm pretty sure never in my house. Or, oh, no, no. Okay, I can remember one girl who I kissed in my house, but almost never, almost never in my house. 
Yeah, I kind of think it's, I don't know. I think part of the experience for kids, and this may be, I may be totally full of shit, but I think part of the growing up of, of teenagerhood is being faced with those kinds of decisions and then making a good choice. Right. And in some cases, that good choice may be to like go to third base or whatever. I mean, you know, it just, I, I'm, I'm saying this hypothetically. Now, when it's my own kids, that's a whole other story. But I'm trying to get comfortable with the idea that at some point, my, my daughters will be adults and they will be human and sexuality is part of that. And so I'm trying to get comfortable with the idea that they are going to do sex stuff. And I'm not comfortable with that, but and I, I may never get to that place, but I think it's, a, I don't know. I just think there has to be a, a point in time where you, it stops being like, I mean, I'll always joke about it, but I just, uh, I don't know. I'm trying to figure out when the, like how to ease into that for myself and, and for them too. Cause you know, I think, really, you know, it's really good for a kid at that age. Um, when they're going through these kinds of things is, is a journal. Oh, Molt, you are Tell me genius. more. Well, I had, I had a journal back in, you know, when in, it was a chalkboard. I, uh, <laughs> no, uh, <laughs> I did have a journal. Can they I, mean, I wrote things down in a paper journal, but, um, nowadays there are new kinds of journals and new kinds of journaling apps. Mm. It sounds to me like you might be speaking of, of that I day like one. Nice. That's right. That's the one. How did you know? Uh, lucky Are guess. you a day one user, Lex? I am a day one user. Have you gone I, to dayoneapp.com? Many, many times. Um, even though the app is already installed on both my Mac and on my <laughs> iOS devices. You know, it's a Mac app Sometimes and it's a universal look, iOS right. app. But you're right. I just, you know. Sure. There are so many features in day one, which I use almost daily. <laughs> That's that actually like, true. It's like, why don't I go to dayoneapp.com and remember some of the other things it can do? Yeah, because I had the app before we started this podcast, and I have gone to day one app many times since then and learned actually kind of a lot. So yeah. we may joke, but it's true. I'm loving the uh, the little daily like writing you know, like inspirational or, or like write, writing questions where it's like the prompts. Yeah. Yeah. When was the first time you did this or those prompts are kind of awesome. And it's funny cause I'll open the app to write one thing and it's like, I need to actually, I should answer that question cause that's a good thing. And so I'll like do the one and I'll hit the plus and do, do the one that they asked me the question about because totally. of, it's like a, like I'll remember, you know, whatever this thing I did with my dad this one time. And you know, it's like therapy in a, in an app basically. Oh yeah. No, the, yeah. the prompts are really good. The fact that you can write on, you know, Mac, iPhone, iPad, whatever, and it all just beautifully syncs in your choice. You can sync with Dropbox or with iCloud. It's all there. Uh, it's really nice. Well. That and works. It and I, think really it's, good. I think it's actually, I mean, I did, you know, like, and I, it's embarrassing going back and reading the stuff that I wrote when I was <laughs> at that age going through this kind of stuff, but it's also kind of nice to have around and, you know, having an app that can do that and sync it to everywhere and just, make it all a lot easier and be secure. Yep. Which is, you know, something to consider when you're possibly talking about things that you don't, you don't want your kids. parents to know about or your kids to know about <laughs> for kids listening to this post yeah. and parents <laughs> listening to this podcast. Uh, it's nice having that layer of security. And the, the, the guy behind day one is awesome. Paul. The app is really, it's lovely. 
he puts up with us. He does. He puts up with a lot of stuff. He's really, he's been a great benefactor. And you're not, you're not locked into day one. If all of a sudden you're like, you know what? Day two is such a better app. I want to switch. (laughs) You can export everything. Export it as text, PDF, markdown. Like he's not trying to There might be a lawsuit though involved there. So before you jump to day two, you should consider. uh, Just stay in with day one. Consider the fact that, uh, yeah, that that person is going to get sued into the middle of next week. (laughs) By me. Um, (laughs) No, day one is awesome. Super app. Yes. So go to dayoneapp.com and get it now. And thank you for sponsoring the show. Thank you for sponsoring. So we have a few minutes left to talk about sex. (laughs) More sex. More hot sex. What do you guys think about that that, that idea, though, that your kids are going to become sexual beings at some point? I hate it. I hate it. (laughs) I really do. I mean, I am happy that my kids will one day get to experience sexual pleasures when they're not kids anymore, I hope. Right. Uh, and I think that's great that they'll get to share in that joy. But like thinking of them as people who will be sexual beings is like totally weird to me. It's yeah. I mean, it's like, I, I just, you know, I want him to be able to do it <laughs> the, the right and appropriate way. <laughs> kind of like learning how to drive a car mm-hmm. and it's a little less. Uh, going to say clear as to i mean you know with driving a car there's a process there's a right, you, right. there's a test you have to take but and, still and even classes, if you, you know possibly. it's like but just like with sex it's like even if you pass the test you could still screw it up pretty badly yeah i had a, a friend say this and i thought it was pretty good but maybe i'm biased and uh he said that Mormons make great lovers because they learn about foreplay because that's all they do before they <laughs> You know, they're super at foreplay because that's all they've done. Um, That's not. Yeah. Well, yeah. Lex, you should know. But um, yeah. (laughs) What hot is? (laughs) Yes. Hot and also foreplay and also Mormon. Um, No, but I think um, I think that's that's the whole thing that in our culture, there's no, you know, there's no real way to teach your kid like there isn't an acceptable way to teach your kid to be a good lover is that where you're going with this yeah like not just to be a good lover but to be and good is sort of like good is it's not like you know a dynamo in the sack but like the whole picture like making good decisions um you know being respectful i i read an article and it was an article i would never link to because it was one of these moms writing a letter to her son kind of things and the fact that they had to stress that it was a mom and not just a parent bothered me <laughs> but the idea was look you're going to see tons of porn on the internet son and uh it's fine you're going to watch it and you're going to make your own decisions about whether it violates feminist principles and whether you care or whatever else but you're going to watch porn that's kind of inevitable And what I want you to know is that the stuff you see in porn doesn't match reality. The men aren't typical examples of reality and the way they interact with women aren't typical examples of what it's really like. And uh, most women don't want you to do this very crass list of things to them. (laughs) And, um, you know, you know, uh, so I think you're right. I mean, I, to a certain degree, I, I, I 100% agree with you that we've got to a certain degree. I agree with you all the way that we've got to, um, (laughs) Uh, you have to find some way, some appropriate parental way to be like, and I, you know, what you see is a fictionalized version of how this goes down, so yes. to speak. Yes. And uh, so that I feel like, like I could be comfortable with, but you know, in terms of 
<laughs> getting too specific, I just think I could never handle. Like, here's ways to be a yeah, dynamo no, no, no. in the sack that I couldn't do. But, but I think for many, many reasons. And and doesn't that doesn't that kind of play into the whole like maybe it's better that they don't make out of your house because that's part of the learning. It's like school. Like you know, I mean, if you homeschool your kids, you you have you teach your kids at home, but at school you learn different things like you learn the school stuff but there's also the socialization right so, no I, I think you've convinced me that it makes sense that part of the part of growing up is learning you know responsible ways to sneak around and hook up yeah <laughs> right i mean you know is that what he said <laughs> there's the whole line about like if you have a, a, a like when you have a boy you're just worried about one penis when you have girls, you're worried about every, like all of them, all the penises. It's pretty heterosexist of you, my friend. <laughs> it is, it is. But, but I'm just saying like, you know, it, it's really actually, it's kind of anti-man, but um, I'm, I'm just worried about tons of penises. Let me be clear. <laughs> Period. That's just a lot. But you've of, always been worried about yeah. that. There, there are a few things I fear more than just like an onslaught of penis. Just an army of cock. <laughs> To each his own, I guess. That's the show title. <laughs> <laughs> it's totally not. Yeah.